Oh, yeah, sorry. The dancing is just for show. I can't actually hear the music. Hello? Oh, are you oh. just uh, are you just having a snack there before uh, we go live? Uh-huh. Oh. You know, you really should finish one before you start another. That's just that's just good eating etiquette, honestly. Okay. Anyway, maybe I should just open it, right? Yeah. Hold on. To prove I can, I am an actual human being. Ah. Tango. Does not sponsor this podcast. Hi, welcome. This is the Immaterial Gamers Livecast. This is the voice of Ryan. Allegedly. Yeah, well, allegedly. No, wait, hold on. It's this way. There we go. Ah. Bisto. Also not sponsored this podcast. Hi, Duncan. How's it going, mate? Uh, I'm also not sponsored. I'm I'm alright. Ah. There it is. Well, that was certainly a thing. Right, there we go. Uh, That's the Immaterial Gamers podcast for the week. No, it's not. No, it's not. Well, that's about as much gaming uh, as I've got to go off of. I mean, I guess uh, I could. I could still do a bit. Yeah. Oh, we've 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 got a bit to talk about. Um, since you're, uh, since you're here and um, Terry is away, he gets away with it. He gets away with a feature that you will be part of this week. Oh dear, that sounds yeah um, like something. Yeah, without googling away, prepared. Remember my background at the moment. When, oh, hello. Yeah, hand. You can stay. Oh, um, that monster seems to be eating your arm. I don't know if you're aware of that. Ah, oh, what monster? Wait. Uh. Anyway. <laughs> oh god, don't you just love to mess with? St- Why am I so low on the screen? I don't know. The way you've got the cameras centered, it's just uh, it's like oh, autofocus. Don't be an ass. Like I've got to, like I've got to have my 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 thing. Like I have to, I have to like center my chin like two thirds of the way up my my uh, image to center it on the on the layout. Yeah. Mostly better. There we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually kind of look like I exist. Uh, so anyway, yeah. Uh, you will be taking part later on without uh, without any use of the Google machine. You'll be taking on uh, uh, this week's This Year in Gaming challenge. Oh, God. And uh, that I behind me... I, I, I don't even know that much about this decade in gaming. <laughs> it's alright. It's alright. You only have to only have to guess a year. It's, it's nice. It'll be, be easy enough. Um, right. Well, let's let's get this out of the way, then. You had something you uh, you had the ability to talk about. Oh, uh, you know, I you know, I I've I've been in this rut lately where I just don't feel, you know, I just haven't really been in the games lately. It just mm-hmm. hasn't nothing really new grabbing me. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it, I I decided to turn my old tortured soul back onto my favorite um, self playing device i don't i could i could come up with a more poetic word for that but i i, I just don't have uh so your self-playing device i've been um you know I've, i i turned my attention back to um trying to do a nuzlocke in pokemon oh yes which which uh, which one of you went for this time very 
but still, still, still Ruby Sapphire. This time I've changed to Ruby instead of Sapphire. Ah, right. Okay. Um, and it's still all the exact same fake made up Nuzlocke rules that I invented for myself for the last one, uh, which oh, is yeah. to say, um, you know, Dream you mean Miles the... only. No. Yeah. Uh, oh, you mean the, the no you rematches. mean the damn near, the damn near impossible one. I've conceded to myself to allow for the um the non-set uh battle form which is you know, gives me the opportunity to change pokemon in between mm -hmm. uh, my opponent's uh deaths i uh, still can't use items in battle so uh you know still really just scraping by there oh just as you do uh today i managed to get all the way up flannery before i well i was gonna say crashed and burned and then i realized how silly that sounded because you know Puns. Uh, uh before you um before you saw the light. No, wait, that doesn't help. Um Before you burned. fainted. There you go. Uh but yeah, you know, fourth gym, dead. Dead and buried. That torkoal is an absolute monster. Mm. I hate it. I hate it so much. Um I wanna I wanna know what the what the I wanna know what Torkoal's deal is. Yeah, That's find out find out what it's find out what his deal is. Because I, I know the main reason I have a hard time with it is because I always go Mudkip. And Mudkip is super effective against Torkoal, but it uses physical damage and Yeah, that's what I thought. Torkoal has monstrous physical defense. It's I feel like the only way I'm gonna get through that damn thing is if I have some kind of special attack there mm. that's good against them, which uh, that's the problem because there are no special attackers that are strong for out of the starters so you have to catch one so it's like you just kind of i don't know get a tentacle maybe i i, I don't know i'd have to i'd have to figure it out wingo and tentacle be the most reliable yeah anyway i died it failed it sucked Aww. and uh that, yeah that's that's just kind of the story of that because I can't just do a normal Nuzlocke now that I've set myself up for that. Like anything less than victory just just feels like admission of de of, of defeat. Mm. Uh, so one day I'm either gonna give up completely or I'll beat it. I know yeah. I can get further than I ha I know I can get further than I have because I've beaten all eight gyms, gotten all the way to Victory Road on one attempt, and there's proof of it. We have records. I cannot believe I did 16 fucking streams of that when I was going on that read. I was like looking back through the playlist and I saw yeah. 16 episodes and I'm like, what? When the hell did I have time for 16 two hour streams to I've... fail miserably at this? <laughs> oh, the, oh <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, so that is the that is the playlist that's on the YouTube channel. Um, just, uh, what's, it, what's it just called? The, uh, which is the great Nuzlocke. Yeah, you eventually, around episode three or four, you started naming it the uh, the great Pokemon Sapphire Nuzlocke or something like that. Yeah. Is it not on the list of playlists? How dare you? Show me all of them. Show me all my playlists. Ah, playlists. Yeah, there we go. The great Pokemon Sapphire Nuzlocke run. Yep. Just, just there, just above, uh, just below the extraction reaction and just above the arcane breakdown. Which yeah, then I've, uh, we certainly sorry. did have a breakdown. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, arcane. 
that's gonna maybe happen this year think possibly uh i think i've been i think the like the ceo of riot has said he's watched one of the episodes and has stated it's great you guys but don't expect it this year uh so well, um never mind then don't worry the second the second breakdown will happen next year <laughs> yeah uh, also it's... also we'll look at the episodes <laughs> yeah yeah there's also that um, <laughs> um, we've you I, know, we've got some I, improvements I, 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 on how just, we 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 can run it, so it'll be fine. I I have I have so many. I just arcade is one of those is it's one of those things. It's 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 my it's my personal psychological nemesis because <laughs> my ultimate frenemy. Because I love think because I love thinking about it, but I hate talking about it because I like thinking about things of it that are good. And I hate thinking about the things about it that I don't like. And trying to figure out the delineation between what is stuff that is good and can safely be said to be good. Mm. Stuff that is that I dislike that on a completely personal level. And right somewhere in the middle there, there's some kind of narrow... This this weird Venn diagram. (laughs) There's this narrow like border of things that I dislike because I because I genuinely think that they are bad. And I just, I keep trying to pin down exactly what that is, where it is, and how to describe it. And I've been tr- I've been thinking about this for two full years now. And I just, <laughs> I just, it'll, it, 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 it eludes me. So, what, so what you're saying is, is that Arcane is the, demilit- de, yeah, the demilitarized zone of... <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm North Korea in this situation. <laughs> I'm, I'm, the, I'm on the losing side. I'm the crazy guy who's talking about nuking all other nations on Earth because I'm just so much better than everyone else. Meanwhile, everyone else is just kind of being like, yeah, dude, we're chill. We've got esports, you know, big tech companies. We we um, have we have Hyundai. an esports arena that's uh, you know a normal place that people can just go and watch stuff. You know, everything's chill. I don't know. I don't know what you're so upset about. And I'm just like, ah, I'm literally God in human flesh. Worship me. Now, Duncan, I, I do have to I do have to, to understand on this. Have you? Did you? Did you ever go to a golf course and get eighteen holes in one? Um, I'm sorry. That's a hell of a segue. What the fuck are you on about? No, no, no. That's that's something that I've heard recently. Or something had come up. I don't know. I think it was. I was oh, listening to the oh. radio, and it was something of the of the of the oh, Kim okay. family in in North Korea, um, putting out a press release that stated that, that I think it was Kim Jong Il went to a golf course in Pyongyang and scored eighteen holes in one. Now is that uh, eighteen hole like eighteen hole in ones, or is that eighteen holes with a single swing of the club? Um, I mean, knowing the no, no in like their prop, just dumped, dunked in one hole, just flew off several hundred yards to the next hole and dunked it there. I was about that to say, went knowing... On a, went on a hell of a journey. Yeah, I was about to say, knowing knowing, knowing that country's news uh, press releases, both. See, it's it's so bizarre. See, that, that sort of thing is so bizarre to me because it's like, like, I can understand like hyping up your guy, your, your man of like, you know, like this, like I can even literally, I literally can understand like the idea of someone believing that uh, 
uh, I don't know, a, a preacher or a, some sort of like religious leader is like channeling God and has actually like, you know, manifested, you know, some portion of God's abilities, mm. you know, through his fleshy prison, uh, he calls a body. Yeah, I can believe some of them believing that, and and, and being in in grandiose um, lies, we'll call them uh, about like I don't know, like curing the blind and the and the and the the crippled, and things like 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 things that are like so amazing that if you believed them, you could not possibly fault this person for being like, you know, a deity in human flesh, but so also easy to falsify that it's like. No, okay like this is an actual like plot that someone mm. could create and uh potentially profit from but it's just like weird mundane shit that where there's no reason to even not even so much of a lie about it like if there was a political reason up for kim jong-il or who or any of the kim family mm. yeah. to go out golfing and that was somehow a big enough deal that they felt like they needed to to cover it then of course they would say that they, he got a hole in one but like, why did you even report that? What was, was it even, was it was it just such a slow day in the news cycle that like the only thing worth lying about that particular day was the was the how uh, the the leader of North Korea performed at his <laughs> at his private golf course? I mean, probably. It's so weird to me. It is just, it is just mental. It's just, just, just funny, um, but at least you know what it, what at least the crazy news reporting and and stuff does, you know, it, you know, it helps us to get to a segue. <laughs> because is this a segue? it is because I've played a game where you're also having to deal with a, a you know a ruthless dictator. Oh dear! Uh, that game being Far Cry Six. <laughs> Oh my god! There's a lot of ruthless dictators in that series, I hear. Isn't that uh, like a running thing? So let's think. That's uh, so well done. Far Cry One were pirates or like military spec ops crazies. Number two was a dictator in unspecified Africa. Number three oh, were pirates. Nice. Number four was a Pirate dictator events. in unspecified Asia. Okay, number so five. Number five was a cultist in rural America. So aspiring dictator. Uh, yeah, and not then, quite there. Doesn't have to quite the cloud. Yeah, and then number six, um, dictator in, in like not Cuba. Ah, so it's, it, so, so it's so it's every other one, every every even numbered Far Cry is a dictator. Yeah, yeah they they so go between dictators people. and pirates. So like... yeah, they go they go they they, they alternate between dictators and crazy people. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I because mean, crazy, you know, not, not that dictators aren't crazy. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like just regular crazy people. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm so, uh, yeah. So the enemy for Far Cry Six is a is a charming man called Anton Castillo, played by isn't uh, that, isn't played that, by yeah, isn't that Ghost Ghost Frame? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It is. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, it Giancarlo is. Esposito, uh, who I have also just watched in The Mandalorian season three as Moff Gideon. Uh, because it's um it seems that uh, Giancarlo is typecast to play irredeemable villain. It's just indeed. It's just uh, it's just how that is, especially because of how they like uh, casual bad guy. Uh, oh, oh, Terry's asking why there are eyeballs in the background. 
Well, don't worry about it. It's it's mainly Ryan's fault, mostly. Yeah, well, of course, always. In fact, in fact, all in fact, it's completely his fault. Like, yeah. I literally cannot be blamed for this at all. Yeah, one hundred. Yeah, one hundred percent. Always. We should be. We should know how this works. Ryan does crazy thing, you know. Ryan. Ryan uh, ropes other people into crazy thing, you know, just just how it goes. Um, but yeah. Uh, so playing it. The greatest activities of all time have have uh, have consisted of exactly that. Yeah, yeah. It's just just how that works. So Far Cry Six then. Um, yeah, I'm playing playing through it at the moment. Um, I've not played much of the story because it seems, unfortunately at this point, this is unfortunate for the main story of Far Cry 6, the DLC that came in the like 80% off premium edition. Yeah, don't don't you just worry. Spread the word. Everyone, everyone spread the word. Um, that's us uh, being... 34 followers away from 100 and 150, but that's that's not a target to play our current idea of 12 hours X idiots, which I'll discuss a little bit later on. Um, but yeah, the main story of Far Cry 6 hasn't done much for me at the moment. Hello. Just uh, just double checking. We are still connected, aren't we? Uh, I'd hope so. Chat GPT. I can catch. Can chat Don't GPT you do dare! Don't you dare! How powerful is this device? Leave the AI out of it. Do not bring the AI anywhere near us, or I will slay them. Yeah, you would. You would. Uh, oh, I settled for thirty-four. Go big or go home. Make it like three hundred and forty, three thousand and four hundred. Uh, well, yeah, but, but I mean, at the end of this day, though, what's the point if it still ends up coming back round to the same five people watching? You don't, Terry, Terry, no, 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 Terry, you do that, I will, I will, I know where you live. Once I ask Duncan and Stefan. I know, I know the yeah, general yeah. idea of, I, of Canada. I could lead you to the town. I could lead you to, I, 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 point, I could point it, to, I could point to it on a map. Yeah, oh. I have to figure it out from there. I don't actually know the street address. I, so I actually, actually, I have the means to find that out. Uh, Grandma's will is laying around here somewhere. That's got that's that that should have it on her. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Sorted. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll find we'll, it. We'll, we'll go get Terry. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. But um, yeah. So I haven't really been playing the main game because I've been playing the DLC, which allows you to go in. It's called Inside the Mind, and allows you to do these weird sort of roguelike minigame runs where you play as the villains from 3, 4, and 5. <clears throat> sort of providing a okay. an internal, or like a sort of um, an, an internal change of how the villain works. Uh, for example, you the, the first one, which is Far Cry 3, you play as Vaz, who's the big lead pirate in Far Cry 3. Um, <clears throat> one behind the the uh the the quote did I, did I ever tell you the definition of insanity and goes and monologues about how insanity works um like an insane person yeah but it had like this weird sort of roguelike idea is that you the the aim you only had one mission in the game and that was to find three pieces of a sword bring the sword to the middle of the game and then do a horde mode and escape uh, if you die, 
you have to start from the beginning of that mission again, but you have the old roguelike elements of you can buy permanent traits and upgrades that make your next run better. You know, all that business, the usual. Wow. But the the thing that was a little bit different on this is that you can, um, when you do beat the horde mode, you can either leave or you can risk it and get a better score by doing another wave of horde mode. And you learn a little bit more about the, the characters as well, to be honest. Um, and why they were so evil. Um, but the main yeah. the main story, you play as a as your custom insert character. You play as Danny. Uh, that Danny can be male or female. DeVito? Hmm? DeVito. No, not DeVito. <laughs> Though someone somewhere has probably modded it. Suicide is badass. Egg. Trash, man. Could, could, could I offer you, you an egg in this trying time? Just fucking... <laughs> He's, he's not even Rennes. just normal Danny just, DeVito, he's just, he's just Danny DeVito as he is in It's Always Sunny just, in Philadelphia. <laughs> well, it's, it's just like, well, I mean, I feel like that's like the most like like mainstream version of Danny DeVito at this point. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I just, I just, Danny DeVito, but it's just a Danny DeVito sound, soundboard. Like, it's just all of his most famous quotes, and that's the only means by which he can communicate. Yeah, so even, yeah, so even as the other characters are explaining, you know, like, are you military? Egg. What? <laughs> were you a conscript or were you a volunteer? Mm, the trash man. <laughs> ah, conscript. Gotcha. <laughs> oh yeah. So what? So what division were you in? Uh, explosives. You know, in you know, infiltration stuff like this. Yeah. <laughs> so oh god. <laughs> oh Danny. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, it makes it it's it's nice to actually have because here's my I enjoyed Far Cry Five, uh, even leading up to the fact that it ends up the the even the good ending of the game is a bad ending. I mean, to be honest, how can you have a good ending of defeating? Oh, how can you have the good ending be? Def, uh, sorry, how can you have defeating the you bad guy? It. I pro I believe. Yeah, you. there we go. How can you have defeating the bad guy, but him not dying, him kidnapping you, and putting you in a bunker as nukes fly around America as being a good ending? It's You're like, you won, but you lost. That. Yeah, I mean, look, spoilers for Far Cry 5 for a game that's been out for many years. You, The whole thing about him being a big evangelistic cultist is that he's trying to prep people for the end of the world. Um, and the fact that it turns out to be true is, uh, you know, is sort of the interesting thing on that. Uh, currently, for what it looks like for Anton wow. Castillo, he's just a power-hungry bastard uh, whose son, um, you know, decides he wants to he wants to leave, and you just get caught up in all that shit. Uh, but you know, okay. what? It, it's 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 fun. You sneak around. You be a gorilla. A gorilla. You know, I was so gonna you, say it's like, it's like you're a gorilla. Okay. Uh, yeah, you become a gorilla. Uh, suddenly, <laughs> you, you you start playing. Um, what's it called? Ape out. <laughs> you just like break out of everywhere, and you just go mad as a as a giant gorilla. Um, but no. Yeah. Uh, you 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 sneak around. You mark do you mark and target dudes. Um, you have a um, okay. All right. Fair enough. You do you do have this. You have. What they used to have in um in Far Cry Five were guns for hire, 
and like animals for hire, like friend characters who would support you while playing the game. Um, in this, you have amigos, animal companions. Amigo. And the first animal companion you get is an is a crocodile. Oh called 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 Guapo. And uh, yeah, in the very like first mission, you meet a guy who's like an ex spy, and he has this sat at the bar with him, um, and he just asks he asks your your character, can you whistle? You proceed to whistle, and the crocodile just attacks an enemy soldier that's just sneaking up the bar, um, and uh, provides you a gift of said soldier's left foot. Oh, you know. So, that was his favorite foot. Well, doesn't matter. I mean, the rest of him was eaten. Though it is a bit funny that the um, that the crocodile wears a t-shirt and has a gold tooth. Don't don't read anything into it. It's Far Cry. It's absolutely grounded in reality and is not batshit crazy at any point. Just just so we go. Um, but yeah, I'll, maybe I'll play more of it and I'll uh, maybe I'll talk about it next time. Uh, I've also been playing through the Mage Seeker, which you should be watching the streams of that. Um, fun game. Enjoyable. Uh, you get to walk around as Silas from League of Legends nice. fame. And uh, you actually get the story that he isn't a massive irredeemable arsehole like he's shown in his League of Legends lore. Oh, don't get me wrong. Yeah, he always... I mean... <laughs> it was it was kind of weird like i just like looking i just look at like like the the the, the his splash art or whatever and i think to myself like this guy looks like he wants to like like eat my neck like mm. specifically my neck like not any other part of me like literally just like chew a hole just, through just my neck the neck and to... leave the head and body in separate places turn, turn you and into rayman just, and then i'm just kind of like casually like glancing over at your stream and reading his dialogue of it he seems like a surprisingly reasonable chap, given his everything. <laughs> mm. And and sort of the mage seeker, and, and this is what the Riot Forge initiative is, and the League of Legends story games, which the idea behind them is their, you know, single player experiences that expand on the lore of League of Legends that the game doesn't want to really expand on because apparently putting lore into a game doesn't mean shit when all you are doing are playing five on five. Dollhouse League of Legends, basically. The law doesn't matter in a five on five who would win in a fight between these five characters and these five characters, you know. Um people who do want more outside of it have to get it from these other games. Uh so yeah, no, I do like this whole idea of you know, Silas being found out as a mage early on in his childhood and being used by Demacia, uh, who aren't as white as the petrocyte cities make them feel look to be. They are quite... Um, or at least it's made to push towards the idea that there's a certain sect in Demacia that are irredeemably evil. Uh-huh. Um, I.e. the mage seekers. Because um, it makes it look like people like Garen Unfortunately, it makes it makes people like Garen and Jarvan to be. The story makes it out to them that they seem to be quite dumb, not oh. knowing the machinations that's been going around in their generations. You know, I mean, to be fair, Garen on the idea, not realizing that his own sister was a mage, 
Who's his sister? Lux. Oh, they're related. I didn't know that. Yeah. Garen and Lux. Uh, yeah, Garen and Luxana Crown Guard. Um, I'm assuming they took after different parents. Uh, uh well, <laughs> yeah, to, I mean just to I look mean, at them. I mean I mean, yeah. One I mean, of them is be, like this one of them is a brown haired refrigerator of a man, <laughs> and the other is, you know, Lux. Just yeah. like <laughs> Like there's a brown head like refrigerator with a man, the other is locked. <laughs> she's got the physique of an Alakazam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah. Um, yeah, I can understand on that. Um, but yeah, I, I like it. I like. I just like the, the gameplay. Um, it's incorrectly tagged on Steam as a roguelike. It is not. Oh, it is. what that looks like, by the way. Ah, oh, look, it's looks. Yeah, see, indistinguishable. Indistinguishable. The pixel art does kind of throw it off a little bit. It's a little hard to tell. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, it was hilarious that we went and did. Uh, we went and played some League of Legends, and we got our Mage Seeker mission completed. And it was nice to earn a, a a ward and six broken images. Yay! I get to be Garen now. I get to be dumbass. Looks bro. Yeah, and I get to be Morgana, who is. Is a pretty was a pretty good boss fight to be honest. In the fact that I like what Digital Sun did in regards to as as someone who's played League of Legends and played and you know used to main Morgana, um, just the fact that they made a point of knowing what all her skills did, but put it in a batshit crazy way to take into the fact that it was an action RPG. You know they didn't just have to do one pool of you know, toxic shit, and she didn't have to do one dark binding. Um, you know, you know, they took the the idea that she was actually good enough that if you tried to steal her powers as Silas, she would just black shield it and just go, "Nah, don't be stupid." Um. So uh, yeah, really enjoying it. Um, looks like I'll be getting to the point where I'll be finishing off in the next couple of sessions. So uh, keep an eye on the Twitch for that. And that'll be your way to go. Uh, right, should we quickly should we quickly do some news? Mayhaps. 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 Let's do it. Let's have a look. And let's have a look at these these pieces of news and see which one sounds interesting. Let's let's have a look. How about we talk about just Gary Gary Bowser. Let's let's talk about him. Gary Bowser. Gary oh, right. Bowser, like the Nintendo guy, right? No, that's uh, no, that's 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 not. Um... How many goddamn Bowsers are there? Well, one one owns Nintendo, and the other was a criminal. <laughs> um, and it turns out they are they are different. There was a, a, a Gar- no, not Gary. And one Bowser. of those in Nintendo. Yeah, Nin Nin Nintendo. Doug Bowser. Doug Bowser is the CEO of Nintendo. Of- Sounds like that sounds like like it sounds like the kind of thing that, like you like you came up with like a name for a guy named Bowser, and then uh, like, you realize that like mononyms don't make sense. So you just decided that he had to have a full name, and like the very first thing that came to your mind is like Doug Bowser. Doug, <laughs> Doug. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, about eighteen months ago, Doug, no. Gary Bowser 
Doug Bowser got jailed. That would be weird. Oh um, my god, it's, a, it's another. It's how is, is every person named Bowser associated with with Nintendo? Um, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this particular one, this Gary Bowser, he was a, uh, um, he was involved in the hacking group Team Executor. No. Executor, executor, yeah, executor. Um, executor. That's another. That's a different. No, no, not executor. Um, anyway, he was involved in a hacking group in regards to sort of you know, yeah, modding consoles, you know, to allow them to you know, chipping chipping consoles. Let's go with that. Um, and okay. uh, he got caught at the public face of this hacking group. He got he got caught and sentenced to forty months in jail for piracy. Yar, so he'll be the villain of of uh, Far Cry Seven then. Uh, because uh, we're back to pirates now. Yeah, yeah, we are actually. Yeah, cyber pirates. Yeah, we've not had that yet. I don't. I don't mean cyber pirate. Actually, no, we have. Far Cry Blood Dragon. Mm-hmm. Fuck. <laughs> cyber pirates. Um. I meant, I meant in the sort of the idea of you know, like, like uh, Die Hard Four, you know, had cyber terrorists as opposed to, you know, walking in guns blazing terrorists. Um, but uh, yeah, he was also fined fifteen million U.S. dollars. It's a lot of money. It was. Um, but he's 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 now out of prison. Um, but okay. he still he still owns Nintendo ten million dollars. To the point that he will be paying Nintendo back for the rest of his working life. Because Nintendo right. have requested 25 to 30% of his gross monthly income going forward. Yeah, so the lesson learned here is never, ever fucking get arrested in Japan. <laughs> oh. Because they have, about a, they have about a 99% fucking um, uh, guilty rating. That's what that's, and that's... they do not fuck around when it comes to intellectual property. Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, in this one, he was arrested and sentenced in the U.S. Uh, he's from Canada, so he's your oh. problem now. Um, oh, you say, you say, you say. Oh, oops, that's not. Yeah, he's 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 your yeah he's 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 your problem now. But uh, but the, you know, it's the fact that there were people just going on. It's like this guy has been ruined. This guy's been ruined. His life's ruined by by you know he's he's never going to make that money. He's going to be in debt to them for the rest of their life. Blah blah blah. It's like, well, yeah. Maybe don't be a pirate. Yeah, don't know? don't be a pirate. The reason partly that you got caught on this is it wasn't just enough that they chipped consoles. Um, they also bricked if you didn't pay their subscription fee to have the chip in their system. So it was ransomware. So of course no one's gonna take the take the thing on that. But you're right, you're right on that. Don't fuck up. <laughs> you know, if you if you were just a normal pirate, if you were just one of those that's just like Nintendo are getting rid of their back catalogs of games and you need to find ways to download them because you're never going to be able to find them ever again. Um, you know, maybe it might be morally bad. But you know that's that's just how that works. Nintendo, leave us alone. 
Um, but yeah, do crimes, get jail. It's that. Do crime, get consequences. So um, Bowser, you might need to uh, move your taxes to another castle. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, what's this about Markiplier making a feature film adaptation of a $6 indie film or indie game? Oh dear. What is that? I, 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 I don't even know what you just said, but it's uh, definitely interesting. Well, there is a trend of, of, of YouTubers or like, you know, these horror games and, and franchises and stuff becoming, you know, looking like they're being made into films. We've got the Five Nights at Freddy's thing happening mm. some point. Um, there's a YouTube series based off the cop- uh, the creepy pasta of the back rooms, uh, that is being made into a feature film, being directed by the, you uh, by the student filmmaker, who has made the YouTube series. Uh, and now we've got Markiplier um looking to direct a film, uh, regarding. And I can't believe this is according to the PC Gamer article. Markiplier is making a feature film adaptation of a six-dollar indie a horror indie game where you pilot a windowless submarine under an ocean of blood. Oh, I am. Oh, oh, that's a. Oh, yeah. I, I, oh, I know. I know what that is. I know that one. Oh, you know why, because I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's basically just like a source. I think they made it in source. Um, oh yeah, it's just it's sort of like it kind of looks like it, it, like graphically it kind of looks like a Half Life mod. Yeah, um, I'm just looking and, at the images now. Yeah, and basically the idea is that it's like you're just stuck in a, a room that's a submarine, mm-hmm. and you're trying to navigate to certain like key points of interest based purely on like sh- like things you can't see. Like you're physically navigating a submarine, but you can't see outside of it at all. So so it does um, so it does exploit that fear of the unknown bit then. Yeah, and the only time you get to see anything is whenever you get to a point of interest, you can take a picture of what's like directly in front of you or whatever. Right. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that's that's where the uh, I should probably put this back up. I'm fucking I'm fucking around with video cards. Um, just like just yeah, I'll just I'll just keep it down here and be mm. like just, just ashes it up, you know, just sort of like. Yeah. Do gestures and stuff. Speak through my hands a lot. You know, maybe do some sign language. Ah, know, just, just as you do. A little bit of. Uh, I anyway, love. Uh, I love. By the way, I'm just just as a short aside here. I'm just loving the fact that I'm looking at this on Steam and it's saying similar to games you've played, Antichamber. You know the puzzle game where you have to break the rules of puzzle games in order to progress. This is no, no. This is nothing like I am long. But yeah, obviously the creepy element comes from you know a combination of claustrophobia, the fear of the unknown, and the occasional, you know, image of something incredibly not pleasant looking outside through photographs, mm. still images. So it's like you know that there's like things out there like alive and moving around, but like you can only capture still images of it. Mm. Uh, and you know, it, it's the very the very very end of it is. Uh, you get monstered. Uh, um, it's uh, it, it's interesting. You know, it's uh, it's an interesting uh, video. One of the, I, I don't know how popular it is relative to his other videos, but I, I feel like uh, it's probably one of the more um, 
prominently known uh, videos featuring that game. Mm. Just because anything that he features is prominently known because he's got like 30 million subscribers or whatever. Yeah, didn't he? Didn't he do like some sort of weird ARG a while back? Well, or was that? Or was that? No, it was, no. I think that might be Jacksepticeye. That might be. Can I confirm or deny? I do not keep up with Markiplier on the regular. Fair enough. Uh, so yeah, expect that to be coming out soon. Apparently. Sure. Why not? Seems neat. I don't know what more. I don't wonder what more there was to to be said about that. Is that oh, Markiplier doing that and blah blah blah? Um, there was another news story. Actually, maybe it's interesting in how this is this is going to work. So you know the the Red Cross, right? You know, medical organization, uh, charity, you know, humanitarian aid group, the Red Cross. Sure. Uh, um, they've Heard sent them. a challenge to video gamers. We are That's... hypothetically video gamers. Yeah. So the idea, the International Committee of the Red Cross, according to NME, uh, has announced a Play by the Rules initiative which will task fans of first-person shooter games with respecting real-world rules of war. Which will be sort of interesting on in how this how this could actually work. Um, but yeah, so some actual, you know, trying to challenge players to use, you know, to play by, you know, Geneva Convention and rules of engagement and you know other things that would happen in real world war situations uh let's see what well, we got definitely on... there are definitely entire video games that you definitely cannot play under these rules yeah um according to this let's just say people have been doing it in armor 3 which is you know is something that can be done uh i love that it says in fortnite fuck off <laughs> sorry, did, sorry, <laughs> sorry did, did, that, did that sound like I don't like Fortnite by any chance? <laughs> oh, yeah, putting, 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 unfortunately, putting, a, putting unfortunately, a key part of narrative for the last Star Wars film sadly, as a um, fucking event in their game. Uh, sorry. Sadly, Fortnite is probably one of the, the nine or eight, nine or ten games that the red that is that are popular enough that. Mm. The the Red Cross is, you know, aware of their presence. Yeah, that's true. So what's it? So what are the rules? Also, here? it says while playing FPS games. Fortnite's pretty third person. Oh crap! Oh yeah, so so it is. Uh, yeah. So so what are the rules that we got here? Uh, no thirsting. When an enemy is down and can't respond, you can't keep shooting at them. Rule of war: prisoners of war must be protected from violence, intimidation, and ill treatment. No uh, targeting. Hold on. Law law-abiding players will need to avoid shooting at enemies who are down are down and can't respond. Start targeting non-violent NPCs and civilian buildings. Hmm. Yeah. Wait a minute. I seem to recall a certain um uh, ongoing conflict in which um the target uh. of um uh you know non-violent NPCs and civilian buildings is um <sighs> A regular is it, ongoing issue. Is, 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 is it like a, a current conflict at the moment that's under what is like happening in Europe at the moment? It's a, also, between also. the countries of a country that rhymes with Prussia and 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 of something that it's someone's crane. We're not really sure who's crane. Yeah. Um, 
uh, my See, my I, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm not accusing an entire, you know, government of committing war crimes like daily. That that would be weird. That would be a weird thing for me to do on a yeah. gaming podcast. Uh, I'd be interested. Know, in that. Random, random, random. Um, brainwave. You know, just kind of what's out yeah. there. I'd be sort of interested in how they've managed to do this. Rule four: use medkits on everyone. If you have yeah, an unused medkit that works on others, and you must give it to those who need it, be they friendly or enemy. Rule of war: the sick and wounded must be cared for on both sides. Huh. So you know, it's an interesting challenge, and if people can do it and spread awareness, go for it. Why not? I'm, just, I'm also just like, like, is there like, is, is is there anything for this? Like, like, it was just like, yeah, just do it for funsies, or like. Like, 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 I'm just, I'm just curious if there's like, like an angle for this, or if they just said, please, please stop shooting civilians, yeah, in video games because it makes us feel sad. I, I'm just, I'm, I just don't know what, like, the point is. Hmm. So, I was just saying, yeah, if it was all agreed to to everyone in the lobby, it would actually be quite interesting. We're just like, right, so guys, we're going to play by the Geneva Convention rules. Um, just that, that simple. So just, that, would, that would mean if you downed someone in one of those games, you'd have to just like step back and just, just go, yep, let them bleed. <laughs> or just like say, right, what, whatever team, your medic, bring them over. Go back and we'll fight again. Um, this actually just led to one of those, you know, like how well, I don't do think I don't really think like... it's like I don't I don't think the Geneva Convention specify that if you down if you shoot a person and fail to kill them by shooting them while they are currently standing in an active threat that you yeah. are like required to allow their medics to pick them up. I I'm pretty sure you're I... allowed to just let them die. Just leave them. I, I think I think that's okay, which is weird because in a way that's almost more cruel. It's just like you can't like you're not allowed to finish them off. You have to, you have to, it's like, you have, and you definitely can't shoot the medic. That's big no-no. Uh, mm. You just have to sit there and, like, let them die. Hold on, what have I done to the screen? Uh, back to grid. There we go. Although that does bring up the question. It's like, because I know shooting, like, doctors and medics is also a big no-no in war. Yeah. So it's like, if the only person that went out to go help the guy that's down is the medic, like, is he fine? Like, is that, is that chill? Mm. You know, like, I, I, it's, I don't know if the medic is a, is a carrying a sidearm. Like, are they fair game? Yeah. They just walk out. Like, what, if they just like drop everything, Kevlar and everything. All they've got is just like I've just got like, and just so they don't like accidentally like mis misunderstand the rule, they've got like a big sign that's just like a big red cross. It's mm. just like it's like I've just got a sign and my med kit. That's all I've got. I'm just here to save my guy. No shooting. Mm -hmm. ah, I know what you Rules mean. Rules of War are interesting. They're very, they're very interesting. Yeah, they can be kind of weird sometimes. So it, it's led to, this article, by the way, just led to a, a, a an aside, just a, a thing. Of, why did we not pick this up in February? <laughs> also, by the enemy, it was just it was just a news story that said Among Us broke the Geneva Convention. <laughs> so um, I, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> So this has just come up as a tweet by the Among Us team. It just said, fun fact, after the game got big in 2020, we had to change the color of the Medbay cross because apparently we violated the Geneva Conventions Act by making it red. Oh. 
Rip. Uh, that's why they then had to change it to green. The green cross. Yeah. Only aliens can be helped by by this uh by this uh, med bay with green blood. Yeah. Humans. Just crazy. No, you're screwed. That's why you can't heal anybody. That's why you can't yeah. bring anybody back to life after they've died in uh, Among <laughs> Us because it's aliens only. It's green. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it is. All right, we've delayed it long enough. It's time for Duncan to play. Name the year in gaming. In other words, it's time to be. It's time for Duncan to be summarily executed in this trivia show. Time to just have a random guess is basically how it works. So, um, yeah, Terry's played. See, this it's just, see, see, this is trivia. This is this is my big problem with trivia. It's just like it's just like you you got it or you don't. You know, like yeah, like I'm not enough of a video game historian that I can like suss this out and be like. Oh, according to the pixels here, zoom and enhance. Oh my god, uh, that, that architecture was only ever used between the years of 1995 and 1998. To, to be to be fair on this, Duncan, you're just going to get the same as what Terry got, and he guessed it last. He guessed it right last week. It's all I'm all I'm doing. You look at the looking. watermark here. This is this is that that was used only by this company for the, for this part of the year. Uh, you know. Duncan, it's going to be it's going to be simple. So it's going to be simple. Just, just just be calm. Be calm. Breathe. Breathe. All I'm going to do is I'm looking at a Wikipedia article that is a year in video games. Uh, there you go. Calm down with the calm down with the, the doggos. There you go. That'll do. All I'm going to do is I've found a Wikipedia article that is a specific year in video games. I'm going to give you a, like a couple of notable releases of games that came out in that year. A couple, maybe a bit of business information. A significant event that happened during that year, and after each one of those sections, you'll just have to—you'll just be able to guess what year it is. And I will take your final answer, and then, you know, we'll have a little bit of a laugh so and just, got, and just so see gonna, how close so you're you are. Describe a bunch of video game-related stuff that happened in a year, and I have to guess which year that was. Correct. Okay, that—that mm, that might. That, I'm, who knows? That might be okay. I might be able to do this. Yeah. So, so what do you want? Do you want to? What do you want to find out here? Do you want to? Do you want because this this particular year was a big year for arcade games. I uh, will go. So, um, is there any sort of? Yeah, do you want to look at what the highest is grossing there, arcade there, game worldwide like was? Is there like some kind of like score system where like the fewer hints I take? The uh the the better my my score is, or is it just like yeah? It's, just, well, I mean, if you really want, so you'll like you'll, you'll like get maximum points if you get the year if you choose the year the, the the year from the first options. You'll get two, so you'll get three points. You'll get two points if you get the year right after I tell you what significant events happened, uh, and then you know you'll get one point after I tell you you know, notable games that came out during that year. Okay, so... Uh, and just as, a, just as a reminder as well, that image in the back is a clue <laughs> to the year in video games. Okay. So, uh, let's, let's well, look at... My bad... My, I mean... Yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm feeling... I'm feeling very 90s with, with that with that particular... Okay. Something about well, the the art style tells me it's like this is a little bit more advanced than like, um, but again, like, oh, if it was um, 
I think it was an arcade game, though. Arcade games were a lot more robust than uh, what was yeah. on Home Offer. That's very days. true, sir. So, I mean, a late, a late 80s arcade game is very hard to distinguish from like a mid 90s console game, mm-hmm. usually. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so I'll give you a couple of arcade games that came out or, and, or came out during this year or were highest grossing during this year. Um, worldwide, the highest grossing arcade game was Outrun by Sega. But oh, never heard of it. <laughs> it's a no idea what that is. It's a racing game. Ferrari cars. Woman in the passenger seat. You flip your car all over the place, and she'd uh, berate you for speeding. Um, other games that came out were Afterburner, uh, 1943, The Battle of Midway, and R-Type, which is what this image is. This is one of the bosses from R-Type. It's like a shoot 'em up game made by. Uh, Irem, and had a big franchise uh, through uh, through there. Um, also, Sega existed. I was, uh, that, that, that's a that's a clue. That is a clue. Yeah, Sega Sega as a as a company existed during this year. They weren't just a. Well, to be fair, technically, Sega has existed since like the forties. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. They were they if, were if, not into the video game business at the time. Yeah, I should specifically say at this point then Sega during this year were in more than just the video game publishing sphere. Mm. So, uh, definitely, I, I definitely think I was right about the 90s, though. I, I feel like I'm in the right ballpark there. Okay. Question is, what is Sega doing in the 90s other than making Sonic games? As that was <laughs> definitely a big thing that they were doing at the time. Oh, dear. I'll give you this. Um... This is, this, uh, do you want to do you want to have a hazard a guess of a year at the moment? I mean, you can do. You can, I, always, I, you can always. You can always change ineligible, it. Am I ineligible for future guessing if I'm if I'm wrong? Like how, uh, I don't I don't know I don't know what the system is like. Well, basically, like, am each, I, am each I committed... time. No, so you can give me an answer now, and then through each other section, you can tell me whether you want to stick with your previous answer or change it. If you change it, we will then give you the points of your changed answer if that's correct. So you can just give me a year now. So if I get, so if I got the right, so if I got the right year at the very beginning, then I got all my points. Yeah. Oh boy, this is a very convoluted game that we are definitely making up on the fly. By Absolutely. The way. Just, I mean, to be fair with Terry, I just, I just asked him if he could, uh, I just take his final answer, and then if he got it right, he got it right. So you know, I want to say because arcades like kind of started dying in the 90s as console games caught up that's the big that's, I, I that's, the thing. that's the thing like it can't be too far into the 90s because after a certain point it's just kind of like people stopped caring about what was released in the arcades mm. the only thing is that like after i'm gonna arbitrarily for no reason pick the year 95 for example 95. like the only arcade games that anyone gave a shit about that came out after like that year were like Things like Street Fighter and like Soul Calibur, like like the really big enduring arcade games that did eventually transition onto the console, but were mainly known for their arcade cabinets, you know. Because mm-hmm. like 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 nobody gave a shit about what racing games Sega made in after in like two thousand and one, you know. Like no one cares, <laughs> you know. Even the House <laughs> of the Dead, which is like a pretty popular. Uh, arcade game even today into today is like yeah i don't care if one comes out you just like show up at arcade it's like oh there's a new house of the dead cool i'll play yeah. that 
Yeah, you I was know, always like, the time crisis. Like, so. Pressing news. Yeah. Dead. New release coming to an arcade near you if it still exists. Um, right. So, so, so that's that's to say that you're basically just so going my, for the arbitrary my, year my, of '95. Yeah. So, my, well, no, that was not my guess. Okay. My, my, that was just sort of like the framing of my how I'm going to go about guessing because I'm thinking it's got to be within the first. I think it's got to be the '90s, but it's got to be the first half of that decade, somewhere okay. between '90 and '95. No one cared about Sega before '91 because that was Sonic the Hedgehog, mm-hmm. but that might be the clue. Maybe if this was like the maybe you know maybe this is this is sort of like the stepping stone to Sonic the Hedgehog. You know, it could be '90. So just to give you this afterwards, not to influence your guess, but I will be telling you the best-selling home systems. That came out uh, that were around in this year. Mm, uh, yeah, that which will be, probably yeah, provide yeah, you a change I'm, of answer. But you know. I'm, I'm definitely no. I the the the, the Aaron's thought of um of of it being a pre Sonic game Sega game with of, of that racing. Not that that image is that. I'm just you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. in terms of uh, that the, the highest grossing arcade game being a, a Sega game is like. In my head, like I don't think of that as like a clue. Like I, I, I feel like they're probably consoles mm-hmm. at this point. Um, my all right, my first guess. Here I yep. go. You ready? Here we for go. This? My first guess for the year, and if I'm and if I if I nail it, then I'm 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 committed to all kinds of points. Mm-hmm. 1992. 92. Okay. That's my. That's one year after Sonic. Still, you know popular in the arcade world you know mm-hmm. um but sega's in the in the console game sonic is a thing sega's a household name whatever the fuck that is is a game that people play yeah it was yeah that's that's uh that's that's my guess okay so let's uh let's let's talk about game systems that were out during this year uh those included of course so this is in the best-selling home systems the Nintendo Entertainment System. N- oh, NES? Oh, shit. NES. The Commodore 64. Then the Master System. And then a little bit further down in consoles, TurboGrafx-16, also known as the PC Engine. And the Apple II. Hmm. Hmm. That is interesting. That is all a very interesting information, especially because I'm pretty sure the NES being the best selling game is uh console is um um fucking impossible in ninety two. I'm pretty pretty sure no one was buying uh NESs in ninety two. Uh I feel like uh, changing my answer is gonna be prudent at this point. Mm. Um I should probably minimize chat in case Terry comes up with any more um, errant guesses. Uh, to be fair, that was Stefan provided a guess. Or whoever. This is what I mean, right? Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, like a, a, a late 80s arcade game is indistinguishable from a fucking uh, uh, an early 90s or mid or even to, up to mid 90s yeah. home console game. So, oh, man. Yeah, because looking at that game makes me think '90s, and I don't think that's true anymore. I don't, I don't think this game is from the '90s at all. I, I, I'm in the wrong decade completely. This is definitely pre-Sonic, hundred percent. Okay. Um, 
trying to think. So the NES was the best selling for that year. Yeah. Right? I mean, it came out and the NES was like it was like 83, 84 in Japan and like a couple of years later in America. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Like I think 86 was the I feel confident about the 86 being like the 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 NES for for NA. Um but was that the year it sold best? You know, was it a breakout success or did it pick up speed? Mm. Also, um, is this like I, I question about how this is being rated? Like, mm. like is it? You're looking at like total sales. You like, want in? I don't even know if this is like in, like I don't know if I have access to this information as the player. But like, is this just like this only counts for years in which game consoles were released, or is this counting like? Like you have like say console sales like by year, regardless of when they were released. So this is this is sales this is sales for this year. Okay. According to so, well, from what this looks like, um... Nintendo was on was really unchallenged in terms of like home consoles mm-hmm. um, during its initial run. I don't really think that like it had much competition. Once it, once it took over. I mean, it's really the thing that dug, you know, video games out of the, out of the whole, uh, you know, big crash that happened. Mm-hmm. See, if, they, if, if you if you if you had mentioned that, I'd be like eighty three. Get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> be like, yeah, oh, you just wrote the video game crash. Uh, I feel that would be too that would be, easy. That'd though. be easy. That would be yeah. too easy. You're right. Um. 86 seems too easy. It seems too easy. Surely the NES was the best-selling console in more than one year than just the first year it was out. Surely. Oh, yeah. But that's why I've given you the, the leaderboard of them. So I gave, I gave you four out of the top five that was there. So the NES was one. So the, so the NES being the best-selling console, along with a bunch of other yeah, so, shit. So the Commodore 64 was in second. The Master System in third. And then I gave you the PC Engine at fifth. Man, how long was the Commodore 64 relevant? How late did it go? Because if it's second place to Nintendo, that's still got to be, you know, I don't think we're out of the 80s just yet. Mm-hmm. Um, let's try. Let's, give you, let's, let's go for a guess. Second guess of 1988 okay 1988 okay. Fair enough. let's see let's see if that's let's see if that's done me something yeah so um let's give you some i guess the last part on this so i'll give you sort of a list of notable games that were released in this year this will probably do it you know, I'm probably going to end up changing my answer again and be like, so, oh, at one point. <laughs> so, um, the, one of the important bits is that in Japan, Zelda yeah. 2 The Adventure of Link was released and wouldn't be released until two years later in America. Oh. But you also had Castlevania. So we're, talking, so, so we're oh, referring to the... the, the... The release date, as far as you're concerned, is the Japanese release date. Is the Japanese release, yeah. 
Um, but also in this year, Castlevania was released in North America. Kid Icarus. Um, this could still be 88. I don't know when these were all came out, but this sounds right around that time. But keep going. Metroid. Ooh, Metroid. Oh, was Metroid 88? Ooh. Metroid could have been like, ooh. ooh. Uh, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out! came out in this year. In October of this year. Nah, if, and- if Andrew were here, she would have killed it. If Andrew were here, she would know for sure what year that was. Mm-hmm. I reckon that may have been a, maybe a thing. Um, so a lot of yeah, a lot of the most notable releases were for the NES at this time. It was almost like this sort of this this year was almost like a golden and all age of these for in Japan. All of these were released in Japan in this year. Um, well, no, Zelda was in Japan, but others, the others that I'm listed, were American releases. Oh, that's 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 devious. That's evil. What you've just done there, you've. You've gone in and alley-ooped me. Man. I don't know. I want to say 88. Like, that feels about right for those games. But I don't know. That 88 might be too late for Metroid. I think... I, my gut says Metroid was 87. My gut says it was 87. And that might... But that might be the Japanese release, though. I don't know if they were different. I don't know if they released same year or not. They had... They didn't... They had, There were no rules back then. Sometimes they were released... You know, within the same year, sometimes they were at least like half a decade apart. There were no rules back then. <laughs> you know, yeah, sure as hell didn't have any simultaneous releases. That's for sure. No, count on that. No, no, we we didn't get we didn't get Metroid. They invented planes yet. You know, everything had yeah. to go by boat. So they just get lost at sea for three years, and then they eventually arrive on the mainland. Yeah, let's think of it this way. In particular, for Metroid, we in uh, in sunny old Europe didn't get it until a year after this year so uh you know that's fun i feel like i could be no more than one year off mm-hmm. like 88 is possible i don't think it is i'm starting to come to the conclusion that it's probably not but okay. i don't think i'm any more than one year off i think it's more likely that i'm a year too late than a year too early okay so let's, let's, let's go like for your answer Metroid was 87 i feel like metroid was 87 I want to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with 87. My final answer. I'm gonna go with 87. Okay. Yep. So you went with 87, and Steph went with 86. One of you's right. Yeah, I bet. And it's you, Duncan. Yeah, it was 87. Yes, I got you. I knew it. I mean, okay, one point is not like particularly special, but hey. Yeah, in this in this I, thing I got, that this week. Yeah, in this in this in this thing where I sort of made up the whole points aspect today, uh, you know that's yeah, uh, you know it's uh what's how do, how does the line go? You know, welcome to the Immortal Gamers podcast where the points are made up and nothing matters. Oh, oh God, I want to everything. Is, I got... oh, sorry, everything. Sorry, everything is made up and the points don't matter. That's the one. Yeah, I'm just gonna pull games from a hat. Um, but uh, yeah, no, you 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 had it. Yeah, so um, with with that uh. Legend of Zelda 2, Link, whatever, Electric Boogaloo, didn't come out until 89 in America. So, yeah, Japanese release was from there. So you were looking at, like, you know, just sort of other stuff of when the Commodore was around. Uh, It was released in 82 and discontinued in 94. So it went 12 years. And it was number two. And it was number two to the. But I was definitely in the right idea of, like, I mean, I nailed like 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 right in the midpoint of its popularity of like mm-hmm. you know it's still at the you know it's still popular 
you know, because it's still only a few years old, but yeah. it's been beaten by the NES. Yeah. So like, I, I had the right idea there. I just I was off by one year. Like, mm. One year. Was there ever any point? Was there ever a point where I was considering eighty-seven? I don't think there was. I think it was pretty set on eighty-eight. As pretty as soon as I set, got that second you, round of clues. You you were there. It was it was Metroid and specifically Metroid that you went. Yeah, Metroid was the one on. that tipped me off. Yeah. Which is funny because I've never actually played a Metroid game. No, <laughs> I think I, I like uh, I, I like the Metroid franchise conceptually. I've just never played the damn games. Yeah, I I entered on uh, Over Rem, and that was pff, the worst place to do it. Uh, so <laughs> oh, you entered on Other M? Oh my god! Yeah, I don't even play those games, and I know that's bad. Yeah. Uh, so I, I really want to play. I I really want to play Super Metroid one time because I I mean people. I mean, that's one of the games, you know, like one of the yeah. ones that people go on about. Yeah, given days. given given Metroid and Castlevania came out this year, and uh, that on in eighty seven, and that's what started the whole Metroidvania thing. That's just sort of how it is. All right, well, with that bombshell, we should probably finish this. So uh, yeah, I I really I really drew that one out for the content. <laughs> for the content, Good breaks in there. Yeah. So um yeah, thank you for, for anyone that's come in and listened to this or if you're listening to this now, appreciate it. Give us a follow, like, share, subscribe, review, all that business. And uh I'll um the podcast is available where are your podcasts are served in audio form. It'll be on YouTube Thursday, Wednesday, or you're already watching it. So haha. Uh, right, we better get off. So, uh, from me and Duncan, have a good night, and we will see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.